Am I Pretty Now? A podcast about the ugly side of beauty. With Haley and Aaron. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Am I Pretty Now podcast, a podcast about the ugly side of beauty. Uh, today's uh, topic is going to be presented by Haley. I actually just kind of found out the other day myself uh, what she's going to be presenting. Um, I think it's going to be really interesting and super timely as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so without further ado, I'm just going to turn it over to Haley. Yay. So grab a seat, grab a drink, and let's get started. All right, friends. Um, so uh, today I'm going to be covering skin lightening. Mm-hmm. Um, so Aaron's probably tired of hearing about it. One, it is something that we've had on our list for a while. And we've discussed it and its counterpart of tanning. Mm-hmm. Um, but Which we have to talk about. Yeah. yeah. As pale people, we definitely yeah. have to cover tanning at some point. Um, but I have borderline, de- not borderline developed, I have developed a borderline <laughs> obsession with... Um, Just cut borderline <laughs> out entirely. I know what you're about to say. <laughs> um, with BTS. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't know who they are they're a k-pop band um very handsome boys they, they are it sounds like you would say very handsome boys they're very handsome um, boys they are though they are right yeah like they're good looking guys um kind of have favorites oh you have a favorite already yeah do you know their names no okay you're gonna have to i don't show me i just know their looks okay that's fair um, this That's is dinner. what matters. <laughs> this is me. dinner conversation. Yeah. Has nothing to do yeah. with this, um, but I feel like I might be able to guess who you are. But the reason that it is relevant to the conversation is um, so the band is Korean K-pop, and uh, Korea especially is one of the biggest um, pushers of skin lightening products. K-beauty is like a really big thing to begin with. Um, and I've seen online that not necessarily products that they're using, but the guys are getting whitewashed post mm-hmm. post production production. Yep. Yeah. Um, and a lot of girls, in all fairness, most of their their fans are girls, um, are really upset about it, especially like the Asian community, which is understandable. Right. Because it's kind of like, why aren't you already enough the way you are? Yes. They're like one of the biggest band. I mean, like not everybody knows them, but they're like some of the biggest faces right now out mm-hmm. there. And the fact that they're getting whitewashed is a bunch of bullshit, man. They should not be. They're perfect the way that they are. They're also just perfect human beings like already. Mm-hmm. So before I gush more about them. Yeah. <laughs> um, so just if you, you're unaware of what skin lightening, whitening or brightening, mm-hmm. it all is kind of the same thing. Um, is yeah brightening for sure because <laughs> so many people brightens. come to me too like in the aesthetics room and they're like oh like brightening but I don't want like any area that I don't want to be lightened to be lightened like it just brightens it right and I'm like no like it literally it's literally like a lightning <laughs> agent that you're just using on specific spots so I'm glad yes. you actually kind of mentioned that it's not like yes. a highlighter where you're just right. lightening it for a minute <laughs> like it actually is <clears throat> decoloring that that area yeah 
Yeah, and I'm actually glad that you said it that way because um, it, the like professional term for it is it's the practice of using chemical substances to lighten skin or create even skin tone by reducing melanin, mm-hmm. which is the coloring agent, yep. for lack of a better word, yep. um, in our skin concentration. Yep. When typically if people are using using a lightening product, it's more for like age spots, freckles, yep. maybe little moles, stuff like that. Um, um, acne scarring. Acne yep. scarring, yeah. It's definitely gotten out of hand though in terms of it's gone from spot treatment to literally the body treatment. Yep. Um, any skin that you, you want lighter, people are slathering this stuff yep. on them. Um, and plot twist. It's not great stuff for your skin. No. <laughs> no, there's one product I really hope you mention. Uh, By name or an ingredient? An ingredient. Okay, because I didn't do any specific... Well, that's not true. I'm going to talk about... I'm going to shit talk okay. some companies today. Okay. <laughs> A lot, yeah. Um, But I, I don't want any hate <laughs> or anything. Yeah. I don't want anybody attacking us in return because we're poor and we can't afford lawsuits. Right. But yeah, I'm still going to mention uh, no blood from a stone. Huge handful of companies and brands. Um, skin whitening products aren't just for people of color. There is definitely a fair group of even you know white people who uh-huh. are still using this, who finger quotes don't feel white enough apparently, um, which is very concerning uh-huh. to me. Uh, the skin whitening like industry is projected by 2024 to be a 31.2 billion dollar mm-hmm. industry. So people are putting a lot of money into a very racist practice. Yeah, I think the only way that I can really I mean and again I think it depends what you're doing it for. Absolutely. Like the topic today is more overall this is an extreme coverage um usually when people are doing it for brightening it's because they do have acne scarring they do have a lot of hyperpigmentation maybe they have a lot of um melasma going on so there are times when people are just using it on specific areas which is fine but there are a lot of people who are i don't want to say misusing it because i feel like they're misinformed (sighs) certain companies are pushing practices and certain looks that they shouldn't be 100 percent, and that is definitely mm-hmm. going to come up later um i found some statistics of like how it's broken down in in like different countries of mm-hmm. how much of the population is using these products um it didn't uh, in the stats and this isn't me this is just what i was reading when i get to Asian countries that does still include spots like the Middle East yep that is still included yep, that's in still Asian. considered yep I know a lot of people want to separate them but for for the purpose of this conversation everything I found mm-hmm. included Pakistan India yep. I was gonna say um, I mean I knew somebody from Pakistan and they yeah. very much you know would talk about their Asian heritage yes. and culture yep I was like oh yeah like yeah it's included <laughs> yep. yes it's basically just two groups. I couldn't find a number, uh, like a stat for America. Um, it's probably pretty high too. America. <laughs> In America. That, that, that's proper for this conversation. <laughs> um, in African countries, it ranges anywhere from 
to 80% of the population, wow. which is really sad. Um, Asian countries, the top number, like the top tier where I found that it kind of started teetering off was about 40%, which okay. is still a lot. Um, yeah. It surprised me a little bit because, again, K-Beauty, I thought that that would turn the number a little bit higher. But, again, 40% is still That's really still freaking high. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to preface the reasoning before I get into – I broke the history down into different regions. So it's not necessarily a chronological um, collection of data here. <laughs> It, okay. it, it was easier to do it per region instead. So it's not going to be numerically in order. We're going to bounce back and forth through a, lo- through a like lot of like time dates. periods. Okay. Yes. Um, but there's only one reason that countries mm-hmm. have ever used, populations have mm-hmm. ever used this product. And it is the old cliche of pale equals nobility. Yep. Aristocracy. Um, you it, didn't have to leave the house. Yes. Yeah. If you didn't have but to like, work outside. But like what a shitty life when you think about it. Like right? no, no. I never leave my room. Like, like not even for leisure. Like come on. Like you literally just had to chill you out You wouldn't dare. No. no. God forbid this. Or if you did what like skin. somebody had to walk around with a parasol <laughs> over <Yeah>. you. <laughs> Which I mean I'd kind of be down for that. I mean I like the idea of it. I need a handler. For sure. Yes. So, Someone else needs to do it for me. Yeah. Like that, what was his name? Fonsworth Bentley? Yeah. Was that his name? The yeah. guy that would go around? <laughs> um, I want, I want one like that. Yeah. His guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, th- there's a little bit of like, it's still, it's all umbrella. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pale equals nobility. Um, there was some differences in like why pale equaled nobility though. Um, in certain places, most of it was you didn't have to go out into the sun. You weren't a laborer. Right. You didn't have any responsibilities, right. basically. It showed everyone you literally mm-hmm. had nothing to do. Like, you had to yes. go nowhere. Yes. Um, where it kind of, like, differentiates a little bit is when it comes to African cultures and uh Uh, Filipino culture in general and a lot of that had to do with the conquistadors who Mm -hmm. came to the Philippines and then um, colonization just in general from the Brits when it came to um, Africa right and it was they were like the head honchos they were the big wigs coming into the country Mm -hmm. and like getting all the women and doing this the same with like India and yeah yes yeah um so they wanted to basically just emulate them because they were they had a better kind of in charge yeah 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 um but again it's 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 the pale is wealthy um so i'm just gonna start right into the um regions and not surprisingly this practice started in ancient egypt Mm -hmm. um cleopatra actually made it really really popular um I'm I'm not going to keep saying it, but this is the last time I'm going to say it. Is it was because she was wealthy, she didn't yep. have to do stuff, so she was pale. she wanted to look paler, so people would try to uh, emulate that. Um, so there's no actual like I don't want to say physical evidence. There's no data necessarily that absolutely pinpoints that this practice started then, but but we know what happened. <laughs> 
we know it happened um skulls that have been found um apparently using some of these ingredients and products can actually go the whole way down to bone level so their bones were bleached yes so the dingy bones we talked about last week <laughs> yes don't were... you don't have to settle for that no no <laughs> no um it also because especially with egypt like they were the the, the prime mummificationers mm-hmm. um with the skin that is left on some of these skulls that they have found, they can tell that um, the there's a, a skin disorder that they found on a lot of these people that is specifically caused by skin bleaching oh, wow. products. I'm probably going to butcher it because I did try to find a, a audio of it, but I couldn't. Uh, I can't remember. I, I found it. I can't remember what it said. I'm going to say exogenous acrinosis. Okay. Um, And what that is, as you were saying earlier, um, people like to use, the proper way to use lightning products is to use it on like hyperpigmentation Mm -hmm. and specific spots. Mm -hmm. Using this can actually cause that. And that's what that disorder is. So it causes hyperpigmentation then. Yes. Instead of. It's not even just like per your skin tone, what kind of discoloration you get. It literally is known by black blue discoloration oh wow yeah okay because i was gonna say because a lot of the products that are out there if you don't use um sun protection yes after using them and while using them yep they can end up like you're more sensitive more sensitized to the sun yes so you can end up having more hyperpigmentation but that isn't even the kind of hyperpigmentation you get from using (laughs) these products so it's like its own thing it is specifically ingredient related do they know Am I jumping the gun? Like, do they know what the exact ingredient was? In- no, I couldn't find it. But, okay, I shouldn't say that. It seemed like it was a bunch of things. Like, okay. The main ingredients of skin bleachers seem to be the culprits behind okay. it. It's not one thing necessarily. I think it's just the way that certain things react to the skin is what causes them. Okay. So, like, we're going to get into it, but uh, retinol. Mm-hmm. Or retin-A. I forget which order you told. I, I asked her. The There's retinol, <laughs> retin-owl, retinoic acid. Um, I mean, retin-A is something people usually use. That's a product, that, Like, right? that's a product. Yeah. Um, but it's a retinol derivative. Yeah. But yeah, so just retinol-based Yeah, we'll products. just say yeah. umbrella. Retinol yeah. products. Um, steroids mm-hmm. are used in a lot of the products. And... Um, uh, Hydroquinone? I was going to say hydroquinone. That was Quinone. the one that I was saying earlier. I was hoping you were going to okay, touch base on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a whole little bit that we'll discuss yeah. with that. But um, those are like the the specific ingredients that they are assuming mm-hmm. causes that hyperpigmentation. Um, I looked up pictures because I also was just a little confused about what, like, by the description, what it actually was. And when you look at pictures of someone who is more fair or someone who is a little bit more dark toned, um, it's indifferent. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's dark on yeah. either skin tone, either, either end of the spectrum of the skin tone, yep. um, which, again, is like a trademark 
of the disorder. Um, and I guess on these mummies that they were um, excavating, you can you can see that on like the skin wow. that is left over. So even after mummification, it still it's doesn't still there. go away. Yeah. Um, in ancient Egypt, uh, they used a lot of honey mm -hmm. as the lightning agent, and then vinegar because that's going to come up a lot too. Um, it doesn't really like probably because of that like acid level, the erosion, on there. corrosion. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. Um, that is going to come up in almost every era um, until we get to like current day where it really becomes more chemical, mm -hmm. man-made chemical. Um, so yeah, you're going to hear a lot about vinegar today. <laughs> um, yeah, ancient Greece and Rome, uh, same gist, except they tended to use uh, white lead and mercury. This is very reminiscent conversation of your coverage during heavy metal makeup. Yeah. I know that's not the title of it, but I kind of yeah. like that. <laughs> I do too. As you were saying it, I was like, yes. Yeah. Um, so if you want to go like more in depth of some of these ingredients, definitely check out that episode. You went real, Aaron, you went really yeah. deep into it. Thank you. Yes, no problem. My name is Aaron. <laughs> um, so yeah, all of that was to say. I'm not going to go super deep into it. It's a really good episode. You should check out Aaron's episode of Heavy Metal Makeup because it it covers everything so much more deeply. But the, the general gist is it causes erosion and corrosion of the skin and to them damaging your skin to the point of changing it is acceptable i was gonna say to them it was probably like a sign that you were doing something right yeah like the products were actually working right so it's good but then don't you just have to keep using the products because now you're discoloring it yeah <laughs> i was gonna it, it, again it was a little bit later but sorry no all of these products even like today's stuff you have to continue mm -hmm. to use it. If you stop, that pigmentation comes right back. Because mm -hmm. our skin produces melanin all the time. Yep. It replenishes. It doesn't produce. Well. Well, it does. It does. Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing semantics. Yeah. <laughs> um, your skin tone isn't going to change and get more melanin. Mm -hmm. But there has to be like a consistent right. production of melanin mm -hmm. to keep your current skin tone. That, yeah. Again, it was semantics, yeah. Haley. Um. We will jump into the Asian eras. Um, this one has a little bit of a unique reason. Besides the fact that rich people didn't have to be out in the sun, especially with Asian cultures, um, that's a really, really big thing. Um, they also associated light skin with femininity. Pure. Pureness. <sighs> right? Gross. Ugh. Ugh. Just tell them to smile more. <laughs> um, their goals were uh, jade white skin is the skin is the tone that they used, which I'm a little. What confused. would that look like? Because isn't jade green? Jade is green. <laughs> so I'm not 100% sure what that means, but it came up a lot. Hmm. So after the Korean period. Um, another big era was the Edo period in Japan, which is like the 1600s, early 1600s to late, the later mid 1800s. So, Ooh, it's a, so that's like an extensive period of time. A huge chunk of time. Um, women would use, because again, this was very like women centric. 
Um, men did start to do this, but it was a lot later. Mm-hmm. Like probably the tail end. Well, actually, it's not even true. I know. I looked it up. Um, Elizabethan. Okay. Was when like, I mean, it makes sense. Men really started to get into it too. Um, but in, I think they were jealous of the ladies. Probably. Like, we need to step up our game. <laughs> we look like we're laborers while these oh. women are leisurers. Right. That's not a word, but it's okay. I leisurers. I leisurers. wish that were a word. Right? I just like the if word If you can leisure. be a laborer, you should, you be, should be able to be a leisurer. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm here for opposites. No. Yep. I'm down. <laughs> I will make an opposite if I have to. And I just did. Um, women in the Edo period, it said that they did it for moral duty. <laughs> and I'm, I have an idea of what that means. But it's a really weird term to use. I feel like it was going off of the purity conversation I was going to say, is it like moral duty because it's you're supposed to be pure? But then just be pure, <laughs> just I be, guess. Yeah. Just don't, why do you need to dress it up and prove that you are? I'm that person. I'm always like, if you have to prove that you are something, yes, you're probably not. <laughs> yep. If you're trying too hard, right. it's probably not your jam. Yeah. And it's funny you said it that way too because – during this period, also the geisha makeup mm-hmm. was a really big thing on top of, um, <laughs> of uh, like, uh, structurally making your skin whiter. Um, they also would cake on, like, the – it was oh, bird yeah. poop makeup. <laughs> it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they were going, like, the extra mile with – I brought up the geisha makeup because outside of just using the – the makeup, like the actual makeup stuff, um, women would do like remnants of geisha makeup. So while they were paling their skin out, mm-hmm. they would like to wear the red lips because it would make that, it would offset the two colors. Yep. They would try to do a lot of eye, dark eye makeup that again would contrast to the white. Um, so they they were doing like everything possible to make their skin look a lot lighter than it was. Um and their product choice was rice powder mm-hmm. and rice water. Um, as a skin provider, do, does rice – is rice acidic that it can, like, pale out? That's my understanding of a lot of these natural options. Um, I mean, honestly, it depends on how you're using it. Okay. I wouldn't be so much concerned with the powder itself. Um, okay. I think if you were to put it into some sort of like serum form where it was able to penetrate the skin a little bit more readily, okay, you would have some issues. Um, so actually, when you're saying like rice water, I mean, that could definitely have, have some lightning effects. Okay. Um, but I do know there are some products even now that are like, how they have like, a, like the loose powders yes. for the face. There are some that are still like rice powder. It's really difficult to find. But really? you can um, find them. Yeah. I bet that is and some of the products. And a lot of, of blotting papers are rice paper. Get out. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's wild. I never knew that. Yeah. So we still use huh. it in some of our products. Who did that? There you it. go. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Chinese women was another uh, proponent of the practice as well. Um, they would use powdered pearls. Oh, they're luxurious. Right? Like, if I were going to lighten my skin, which I I go the complete opposite. I'm pale. 
<laughs> I don't need to lighten yeah. my skin anymore. Um, I would want to go the bougiest route. Oh, 100%. Of powdered pearl. 100%. Right? And I can see that one makes more sense in my noggin than rice does. Just because I feel like pearl has to be way more abrasive. Yeah. Because you would need to use like, it would have to be like crushed pearl. and But that would give you that really pretty sort of like opalescent yes. look too. That shimmer. A little bit of highlight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, now I'm about it. <laughs> well, we shouldn't be. We shouldn't. I, well, not like for that purpose, but like I want a highlighter now. <laughs> Yeah. Like a pearlescent highlighter. Like a really pretty yeah. pearly yeah. highlighter. Yeah. Just just for the cheek. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. down. I'm totally down. Um, so that's like the, the, the Asian regions. Um, we're going to get into Europe more, which is like the, the biggest period. Um, again, you covered a lot of this already in, in the makeup episode. But 1600s was definitely the most popular period of where... Um, Lighter skin was becoming, like, a really big thing, especially, uh, d- duh, in European peeps. Um, Queen Elizabeth. People who had naturally light skin. <laughs> yeah, people that were, were already pretty pale. themselves on the back pretty hard. <laughs> they were proud of themselves. Um, this is where they started to use, um, they also used rice water. Just want to mm-hmm. acknowledge that, too. That definitely came from um, Eastern culture, right? Mm-hmm. West. Eastern, we're Western. Yeah, Eastern, yep. I don't know why I get that mixed up all the time. Um, lead makeup, lead yeah. in everything. Was, Literally everything. <laughs> was so popular at this period. Um, they also used lead, like straight up lead paint to make their skin look paler oh, as like well. Oh, like they would literally paint their faces with lead? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's a decision. <laughs> It, it's bold <laughs> right i'm sure they looked bold uh-huh. as well yeah um let's look really white and then let's try to what like smack ourselves in the face so we look really pink though too right? at the same time like you know what though? come on you say that but we still do that i know I do it every day. I mean, I don't make myself look <laughs> right. lighter, <Yeah>. but... <laughs> we're not saying yeah. we're, like, problematic. I mean, I'm a ghostly pale, so <laughs> yes. I need to generally work on adding color to my face. But we're not abusing uh, our skin. Yeah. no. <laughs> That's the biggest no. difference, is... Yeah. We're just whiting our faces out, evening our faces out, and yeah. throwing on some blush and contour. Right. But I, I think that is funny. It's like, we've just found, like, a better way to yeah. do it, but it's still how a, we all do a our makeup. A less lethal way. Yes, yeah. Um, so the white lead usually came, it was usually like, uh, I wrote down white lead carbonate. Mm-hmm. So just a good old crushed lead and mercury yep. were the two biggest products, again, for their erosion of the skin. Um, Venetian ceruse, yep. which you talked about, um, in case you haven't gotten to that point yet of the episodes, um, it was just lead and vinegar Yeah, <laughs> that was mixed up and you yep. put it on your face. I laugh every time that vinegar comes up because was it you I talked I told the um, Amazonian clay yes and I was like my face always looks really red afterwards and you're like hell it's because you're mixing it with apple cider vinegar yeah yeah <laughs> and it never registered to me why my face felt taut dry mm-hmm. stretched out I guess that's still taut and red because 
I was stripping my skin of yep. everything that it needed. Yep. I was like, I love this stuff. I did it like two times a week. Looking back, I'm like, no wonder my skin's so fucked up now. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> you're like, that's what happened. That's when it all went downhill. It took me like 10 years and a podcast to realize that I was doing everything you should not be doing mm-hmm. to your skin. Also, probably using um, apricot scrub was not great either St. Ives yeah no don't do that you know what it's bad that like I feel so bad because like clearly there are people who are still buying it because it's still on the market and different and forms of it so many other products out there in the world yeah that it's like they could just take it off the market and I know they know they shouldn't still be selling it but absolutely because there are still so many people yep. They like part of me of like it. just wants to just like you know what just let people do what they're gonna do and don't even talk about it but I feel like it needs to be ta- I'm getting all amped up I'm like I feel like it needs to be talked about though <laughs> well save that uh, yeah for the end Saving of that the episode energy. yes okay. yeah because you'll definitely I texted you about that portion this morning where I was like I was making myself mad you did I didn't even really get to it's okay yeah. I knew you were at work anyway yeah um but yeah I hope that my I glanced but I didn't anger transferred over to you when we get to the episode yeah i'm sure it will (laughs) or the portion of the episode um the other funny thing so with uh venetian ceruse just again just gonna glaze over some of the um problems with it (laughs) some of the uh side effects is what i'm attempting to say Uh um hair loss skin corrosion muscle paralysis blindness and the kicker to me the most, premature aging. Yep. All of these products cause premature aging, which is like one of the things people are trying right. to prevent. But they're like, it doesn't <laughs> matter because now we have the products and we'll just cover it up. Exactly. And just continue that horrible cycle. Yeah. Yes. Um, another thing that they found worked uh, for skin lightening during the Elizabethan period was that they would wash their faces with urine. And I'm assuming it's the ammonia factor. That, yes, 100%. Um, there are a lot of products now that also have a derivative. It's not straight up urine, um, <laughs> but it is um, created in the body. It's called urea. Yes. And a lot of products do contain that as well. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Huh. Yep. I'm going to have to look at my products a little bit more. Yep. I mean, I don't use anything in terms of lightning. Right. But it sounds like it may not just be in lightning products either. No, it's in a lot of other products as well. I'm yeah. going to take a peek at the back yeah, of some of, of my bottles today. Yep. <laughs> um, and then another throwback to a previous episode, um, arsenic wafers were consumed. Mm. Um, so I, I did that episode. Slowly kill yourself to look like you're killing yourself. <laughs> yes. To look beautiful and well, healthy. Because yeah. exquisite corpses. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, they were all about it. Arsenic typically wasn't applied on the outside of the skin, though. Mm-hmm. It was. But the normal, like, mode was to consume it and kind of work from the inside out. Um, so like you said, they were literally killing their bodies. Like, the, the paleness that came from using arsenic was because your body was shutting down you're Um, so deathly ill yeah (laughs) like your skin's dying on you and that's why it's turning white there's no blood flow (laughs) to those areas anymore your body isn't working (laughs) um so like i said i'm not gonna 
spend too much time on that period um, just because it's been discussed already and you should definitely go back in some of our episodes. Um, in the U.S., um, it was initially used by white women, um, skin whitening products. Uh-huh. Um, this is when a lot, like unnecessary levels of okay. lead and mercury were used in in like American products and American people were using it. Um, skin whitening in America was actually really popular during the colonial period. Which surprised me. I didn't think people cared that much. There was a lot going on. Well, it (laughs) makes sense to me because if you look at it as, well, maybe not colonial so much. But if you look at it as like, even going back to like the original like settlers. Yes. If you're looking at it as like, we want to be cultured and we want to be seen as the other people. We don't want to be seen as being in any way similar to the people whose homes were ransacking and land were taking. We oh, still want to be better. That's good. Um, I'm wondering if that has anything to do with it. So they're like, we can't be mistaken. Yes. You know. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Because I was very confused why. That's the only thing I can really. Because I was going to say like, mm-hmm. oh, is it for hyperpigmentation? Because they're in the sun. And they're whatever. <laughs> but like, not really. But so, no. Yeah. Yeah. I like your reason a lot. We're not quoting that. We're not saying no. that is it, but that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go with that. It's just I something like I'm it. pondering now. <laughs> no, I like yeah. it. Um, black Americans started using it more towards the mid-19th century, which is when um, Jim Crow laws okay. were a really big thing. Um, so it was definitely – this is – it, it's a racist practice in general, but mm-hmm. this is where it really comes to a highlight of we were making people feel so badly about being dark that they were skinned. Like, we want to be more like that, or like yeah, that they wanted to fit in, and, and like during yeah periods where people were getting their freedom, yeah, they're like oh well now let's not to be that person, and I'm not trying to like steal, you know, of course. Or, like, appropriate any culture, but, like, kind of, like, oh, let's look more, like, if we, yeah, like you were saying, like, if we try to fit in, I don't say, like, the oppressors, but, like, in a way, you know, like, well, if, you know, we're going to be members of, like, polite society now and real society, we have to look more like that and prove that we're more, which is, yeah, really sad. Which is so sad. Um, the, The biggest kicker of that, of, um of African-Americans wanting to use lightning products is that Caucasian people, white people, I don't I don't know how to, like, yeah. term everything. I don't either. Yeah. I don't want, like, I promise this is all coming from a good spot in my heart if, like, anything is a little And everybody, though, yeah. like, has a different, like, because I've tried to talk to people, you know, and ask, and everyone has, like, a different... Yes. response so I'm kind of like I don't know I'm just going to be very vague general <laughs> yes yeah um white people treated African Americans damned if you do damned if you don't mm-hmm. when they would use whitening products if they were not using it they were you know the trash right finger quoting that that's that's yes. not Haley saying yeah. that um but if they tried to use whitening products then they would say oh well now you're trying to be like us and like we're not cool with that either right so it's definitely a damned if you do damned if you don't stitch which just makes it so much more sad 
And that is still the attitude mm-hmm. behind a lot of like the advertisements a lot of, of this. Are happening, yep. Yeah, like it's still very current, um, which is also why it makes it really hard to to use certain terminology because it is so hot still. Yep. We're getting better at it. A lot of good companies are getting a lot better with it. Um, but I mean, we still have these products that are geared towards the black community. Yep. And Asian and anybody of color, uh, which is fucked up. Um, so on that, the last section of, of countries of culture is Africa. And um, 16th century in Ghana mm-hmm. is where this was kind of first seen of trying to lighten the skin. Um, they tended to use more um, like uh, lemon juice. Okay. I tried that when I was younger to get rid of um, freckles on my cheeks when I was in like middle school. It didn't work. Which it didn't work. <laughs> and I don't know why I was so concerned about it like that young yeah. also. Um, but I saw an episode of the Brady Bunch. Ooh. And okay. one of the girls was using lemon juice to try to lighten her freckles too because the kids at school were making fun of her. And I was like, oh, well, if it works Aww. for her. And then it didn't work for her on the episode, and it didn't work for me in life either. Um, but no, there but is something Aaron to it because know. vitamin C people do use. Yes. So. Yep. And uh, hypersensitivity yep. is also associated with that too, mm-hmm. which is a, a side effect of using yep. lemon. Um, also, don't they say that you can use lemon juice in the sun to lighten your hair? Lighten your hair. You can, yeah. Because I would try to combine that with sun in. <laughs> sun in freaking sun in destroyed so many heads of hair for so <laughs> many people and it's still um, a thing it is i didn't realize yeah. it was still a product which blows my yeah, mind yeah i i haven't looked for it in years <laughs> but like i did see it somewhere the other day too. yeah it yeah. was like on the bottom shelf somewhere yeah because nobody actually really buys yeah. it anymore but they still seem to be producing it mm-hmm. for some reason it's like nair oh nair that shit stinks Ooh, it does. Ooh. Everybody knew what you were doing in the bathroom if you <laughs> were you using used nair. nair. If it and wasn't, then, uh, your legs would get so red and bumpy from actually using it. Yeah. But then you were like, I'm just going to cover them anyway. <laughs> yep. <laughs> if people didn't know by the smell that you were using Nair, they definitely knew by the clumps of lotioned up hair in the tub. <laughs> Yep. We've all been there. If you've used it, you know I'm not lying. Um, so. Lemon. <laughs> so lemon. Um, that's that's it of yeah. lemon. Um, also in the 20th century, so 1900s, um, Southern Africa, not South Africa, Southern Africa. Okay. Um, it had like a revamp. In the 1900s, it kind of like laid off for a while between the 16th and the 20th centuries, but it, it became like really popular again in the 20th, and it's just kind of continued on yeah. since. Um, like we said earlier, the kicker to all of these products was if you used them, you had to continue to use them because your skin's just going to re-melanin right. <laughs> your skin. Um, so it's not like a permanent fix. No. Which is this... I probably shouldn't even say it. This is that is one of the reasons why I feel like a lot of people tried to say Michael Jackson was lightening his skin. I'm just gonna go right into today's ingredients mm-hmm. that are used in a lot of the products. Um, 
Before I go over everything, I just want to acknowledge that these are all FDA regulated. Mm -hmm. Just soak that in for a minute. The mm -hmm. FDA says that it is okay to put these products. We're still going to have our FDA episode at some point, yes. right? <laughs> yeah. I did. I told Aaron last time that that was going to be the topic I was going to do today. But then because I've been obsessed with BTS, I was like, I have to cover yeah. <laughs> whitening. And it um, kind of makes sense because we did teeth whitening. Yeah. It's now skin lightening and your obsession with BTS <laughs> recently. It just all worked out. Too grown to be obsessed with a boy band. But here we are. <laughs> we are going to cover the FDA too at some point because I do think that it's really important to acknowledge that they're in charge yeah. of, of stuff that they they have wonky priorities of what should be regulated and what shouldn't be yep. regulated. Because something just came out this week in Pennsylvania about regulations with uh, medical dispensaries. Oh, yeah. Which I, I do understand. Some of the things they're saying, like, we need to not be selling. Oh, my gosh, there. of like, course. Like, they need to not be selling. Yes. I'm um, not saying that things shouldn't be regulated. that I'm like, oh, so you're going to regulate <laughs> that. Yes. But not this other thing. Yeah. Like, again, that, like, dispensaries yeah. definitely need to be regulated. Yeah. I'm, I'm for it. I'm, yes. I'm very transparent about it. I'm 100% yeah. for dispensaries and, like, legalizing marijuana. It needs to be regulated, yeah. though. Um, but for some reason, they don't think that regulating radium in products or arsenic or mercury or lead mm -hmm. in products. Or allowing in so many animal droppings and byproducts <laughs> and dead things in your food. Like, yes. that's okay. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense yeah. to me whatsoever. So I personally just feel like their priorities are not in the right place. Um, so we definitely want yeah. to cover that, especially because they come up so often in episodes anyway. Um, so stay tuned for that. We don't know when it's going to happen, but it will. Um, so mentioned earlier, the three ingredients that are in a lot of the products mm -hmm. today is, how do you say it? Hydro... Hydroquinone. Quinone. Quinone. Um, retinoic acid and steroids. These are all approved by the FDA to a certain degree to be in these products, which is wild. Um, so let's just start with the hydroquinone. Hydroquinone. <laughs> I'm going to fuck it up every single time. I tried too hard. Just think qui. 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 Hydroquinone. Quinone. <laughs> um, so this, this uh, ingredient... <laughs> <laughs> completely could not speak um i shouldn't say this one in particular all of them have to be prescribed mm -hmm. um which is why they're fda regulated because there is a prescription behind them um it's obviously a skin lightening agent that is literally the only thing that these well not all of them but this this product in particular it's literally just a lightening agent and you can find though just to mention there's a derivative of hydroquinone Okay. Uh, that will be found in over-the-counter products. Really? Do you know the name of it? Um, it sounds, I'm trying to think, it's very <laughs> similar to hydroquinone in, in the name. Like, you would know it if you saw it. Is it hydrocortisone? No. Okay. Um, that's a steroid. No, that's no, gonna no. come up later. No, it's very <laughs> similar to hydroquinone because I've literally had clients bring me products that have it. And I'm like, where did you get this? And they're like, oh, it's CVS stop because under certain percentages but yep. it's wild because i think i know what you're going to get into here that but whatever yeah yeah <laughs> i'm just gonna let you do your thing well since you mentioned it um it is regulated per percentages mm -mm. 
um, according to them, you can have 2 to 4% of this product in other products, which seems really high to me considering it is. what it is. Um, some of the side effects of hydroquinone. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yay. Yep. <laughs> um, obviously, allergic reactions are always going to be a thing topically. Um, the site that I was on made it very obvious when it said this is their word <laughs> their wording it said very bad skin reactions it didn't just say skin or irritation I'm sorry I couldn't read my handwriting very bad skin irritation um it was very specific to say very bad um it can cause blisters sores um it can change the skin yep. like itself it can most yep. of these products thin it out um and then this one in particular causes the um, blue-black yep. spots on the skin. Um, go ahead. No, sorry, I was <laughs> going to say, I. so when I first started in the industry, I worked under a woman um, who literally, like, we found a container of – she was always on everybody. If you had any color in your skin whatsoever, there was something wrong with you. Oh. She wanted to know what was wrong with you. Why did everyone she worked with have rosacea? Like, it was a whole thing. And literally, like, we worked under a plastic surgeon, and people would, like, talk to the derm that worked under him, and he was like, you guys don't have rosacea. Like, I don't know what's happening (laughs) right now. Like, why you all suddenly think you do. Yeah. Um, And here we found, like, a product. She had very – she was very pretty. Okay. Um. I have to be careful about the way I say it because I also don't want, like, anybody to, like, know who I'm talking about. Fair. But, um, she was very, very pale. Okay. But her skin was such that you got the feeling that, like, it was almost like parchment. She was only in her oh. 30s. Like, I think she was, like, late 30s, like, 38, 39. Yeah. But you got the feeling that if you, like, poked her cheek or something, your finger would go right through. Get out. And she started having... It almost looked like small bruises under her eyes. Yes. Just little bluish black dots. And I remember one day I was cleaning something um, in one of the cabinets and I found a container. It just said skin bleach. Oh. That's all I found. And I was like, oh, no wonder. (gasps) But she was very big on hydroquinone. And at the time... It was one of those things where a lot of products here, they were kind of starting to regulate it more. Yes. And in other countries, like in Europe, a lot of European countries do not carry hydroquinone. In the U.S., it's Mm -hmm. still a product where you can get it and it can be prescribed to you. Yeah. But it's not supposed to be manufactured. Yep. Yep. So that's sort of where it was coming from. And I remember she was very – so she was kind of like – Someone who looked like they'd been using a lot of hydroquinone. <laughs> yeah. And which made sense because she was. But sure. she also tried to convince us of how safe it was. Because she was, you know, because we said, well, why are people pulling it from shelves? You know, why is it a whole thing? Right. How do we convince our clients that they should still be using this? R- absolutely. Because um, we were doing, you know, a lot of services, obviously, where we still used it. And she was like, well, you know, they're concerned because, it, you know, it seems as though with, you know, all of the testing they're doing, it can cause cancer. And there are, like, any number of other things, and we're, like, so it's dangerous. And she's, like, no, like, if you had any idea, like, how high the doses that they gave the rats had to be, 
in order for them to get sick. It's like they're just looking for something to go after our industry for. Like it was very. Stop. But it's like, and then for a little bit, like it came back in vogue, then it Mm -hmm. went away. And now again, like you can get products. Mm -hmm. It's considered sort of like one of the gold standards in terms of like, if you really have really bad melasma, if you have something that's like literally to the point that it is affecting your life. Yes. Yeah they will prescribe it in larger, you know, yes. or higher percentages yep. to you. But it's not just to be taken light. I was taken lightly. <laughs> um, but it's not something that's just, you know, for like shits and giggles. You're like, I'm going to use some, you know, hydroquinone today. Yeah. But yeah. so I just, I like that you were bringing it up. Um, Thank you. And that like it's finally being a little more regulated. Yes. Here, but a lot of other countries mm-hmm. do not use hydroquinone. Um, or if they do, it's only in like extreme circumstances. Yeah. Um, I was going to wait until after I'm finished Sorry, with all of these. Sorry, go off no. on all that. No, stop it. That was perfect. Um, so you can get straight hydroquinone mm-hmm. products still. Um, like you said, in in America especially, first of all, our FDA and like European version of FDA are like night and day. So it's funny to hear you say like, oh, you're, you know, you can't really find it in Europe. Yeah, because they, they know their shit. Right. We would rather make money and fuck the people. Europe is like, maybe we should do a little bit of both, mm-hmm. which is kind of envious. Like, a, that's one thing right. that I'm really jealous of. They make of. more money in the long run if more people are alive and healthy. <laughs> exactly. Why do you keep killing off your product users? Um, in Pakistan and India, uh, Pakistan especially, but India as well, you can still find straight hydroquinone um products and it's really really Mm -hmm. really popular people will spend hundreds of dollars to get this stuff person i know you kind of know as well (laughs) um pakistani background and then partial um indian like they were from like the Kashmir region yes so it's literally right on the border there people are still fighting over it yeah yep um but they told me like yeah it's very for whatever reason like the more like the lighter your skin mm-hmm. the more like esteemed and revered and attractive you were considered and like yeah just people generally enjoyed you more and thought better of you yeah yep which i was like real like that's why um retinoic acid yep. is the next item um like you discussed with me earlier, because I did have to ask just to make some clarifications, because there's a lot of retin and then extra letters yes. on the end in products. All of them are basically uh, derivatives mm-hmm. of vitamin A, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what I wrote down? Yeah. Um, I don't know why I looked at you. I literally have the notes in front of me. Um, typically, retinol products yeah. are prescribed for like acne, um, uh, hyperpigmentations, mm-hmm. psoriasis. I wrote some really weird things yeah. down. Like there's no particular order to these. Um, it's a pretty common thing to use in terms it of is. skincare. It is. But more people need to use their sunscreen when they're using it too. Yes. That is one of the side effects on here. And one of the like really problematic things about retinal products or retinal product ingredients, um, side effects are skin irritation, skin redness, photosensitivity, 
Um, apparently, you can get down to the nitty gritty of even causing nausea, vomiting, yep. and um, transient hydrocephalus. Wow. So it can cause like fluid to collect. That's that, yeah. Collect. Isn't that that um, like the swelling of the brain, like because of fluid? and Yeah. 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 So apparently, those products can result to that at a obviously a very high degree of usage a lot of them too like don't have microderm done don't do a lot of yeah. extra exfoliation it's like if you're pregnant you them. shouldn't be using it yeah 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 um and that one in particular especially um is steroids are the same is that the photosensitivity um which is just like sensitivity to light um also causes problems in that it raises your risk of skin cancers. Yep. Because your your skin can't mm-hmm. uh, filter out those UV lights, um, UV rays maybe. Um, so yeah, skin cancers are definitely a higher risk when you're using products like these. Which again, I just don't see the allure of using them. Um, and then steroids are pretty similar to the other two in terms of um, side effects, skin thinning, skin infections, uh, high risk of skin cancer, um, poor wound healing, and again, premature aging is another really big thing, which is just so counterproductive to me. I wonder if I use more products that are counterproductive. I ask you a lot of questions about my skin products, though. I you feel do. like you'd let me you know do. if I was I using would tell you hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. I feel like I have told you a couple you times. Have. Like, stop doing that. Don't use that. Yeah. <laughs> this one's good. Keep that up. Um, so the last bit I wanted to talk about was um, well, that's not true. Backtrack. Second to last thing is just black market ingredients. Yes. Um, they're not as you got way more excited about it than what I have written down. So maybe you have a little bit more input on it. Um, mercury and lead are the two biggest mm-hmm. ones um, that I wrote down. I actually didn't write anything else down. All I really want to say about that is <laughs> yeah. don't trust something you're buying from Amazon unless you're buying it directly from an act- from a real manufacturer. Because so many people put so many random mm-hmm. things in there you're segueing perfectly into my next section literally (laughs) people will just put household bleach yes yeah i guess i never mentioned and it's a white cream so you don't know you're literally bleach like no right yeah so just in terms of black market anything if you don't (laughs) if it's not like i don't care it's seriously one of those like you get what you pay for yes bite so i don't care that you're paying top dollar for it yep like is saving twenty dollars worth the health of your skin or your life or yes yeah you know I, my sister has really I say started no. <laughs> absolutely not yeah one hundred percent it's not worth it um, my sister has started getting more into health care healthcare um skincare yeah and I'm really proud of her for it I, she doesn't listen but I'm really proud of her for it and she texted me um it was a I forget what the brand was but it was a professional. Uh, cleansing balm okay and I'm getting now to the point where I have to stop using makeup wipes because I know that it's not good to like drag and pull on your skin like that especially over your eyes um only upward only upward and it's really hard to get everything off doing that so I've switched over to a balm too um but she texted me and she's like you really need to try this. It was like $17 for this little hockey puck. And I yep. know that's really expensive. And I'm like, Leanne, I work in a salon that sells stuff for like $150. Right. Like, 
17 is cheap to me. Um, But yeah, I just thought it was funny that you were saying, like, bite the bullet, eat the cost. It's worth it. You are literally paying for what you get. And if you're paying an absurd amount on something off of Amazon, it is 99.9% chance a shit product. Right, because I've seen that too. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's super easy. And I'm I like, look up hmm, interesting. Stuff. So the actual company is selling this for sixty-five bucks, but on Amazon it's a hundred forty-five dollars. I'm pretty yes. sure they aren't the ones selling it. Yep, one hundred percent. And it's probably not that product, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so Aaron segued perfectly into my last section. I promise this is the last section now. Um, is that a lot of activists, um, in terms of it can. Uh, um, like Black Lives Matter came up in some of this. Um, there's a project called the Beauty Well Project um, who are activists. Um, it's a it's a majority like um, African-American thing. Not to say that like white people can't get in on this, but um, they are really trying to get big companies to get rid of products that are, that have very questionable ingredients. Right. Um, off of big companies like Amazon and um, who else do I have one here? Procter and Gamble, mm-hmm. Gram- Gamble, <laughs> uh, Shishido. Oh, Shiseido. Shiseido. <sighs> I was hoping you knew what that was. Yep, Shiseido. Um, Byersdorf, Johnson and Johnson, L'Oreal, uh, Unilever. Yep. It, are they're all really big companies that have been under a lot of heat and this is where I was telling you earlier I texted you because I was doing this like last minute stuff just trying to find something to maybe yeah. fill the time a little bit um these companies borderline do not take any responsibility and no. I have I have quotes from them that piss me off <laughs> <laughs> um but it, it, I wrote it down a shady business yep. today in terms of shady skin. business <laughs> Um, so, again, a lot of the, these products are made by the big companies that I just listed. Um, and a lot of these companies only sell in areas that they know people will buy the products. Yep. And the Middle East and Africa and Asia. They target. They have their target, literal target market. Yes. And yeah. that's who they go after. Yep. And that's where they will only sell these things. Um, a lot of companies also change the names of their products. You brought it up with that scrubby brush where um, the cellulite Oh, yeah, yeah, brush, yeah. Where yep. they changed the name so it didn't promise something that it couldn't promise. Right. A lot of companies are starting to take fair out of their product names because it alludes to the fact that it's going to make your skin lighter. Um, but when they rebrand it, mm-hmm. they're selling the same product. Yep. It's just the name has changed. Brightening, on it. illuminating. Yep, yeah, just uh, trigger evening. words. Yeah, so they're not changing anything except the name. They're only changing a word. They're not worried about the product. They're still going to put it out on the shelf. It's still going to be out there. Um, TikTok, Facebook, and Instagrams. Yeah, Instagrams, Grams. Instagram. <laughs> um, <laughs> are becoming really sounded like such an old lady when I did that the Walmarts <laughs> right. um are really problematic in encouraging this these practices on their social medias and they do not seem to have a problem with it because it says that it doesn't go against any of their um uh community guidelines which is bogus um because it they, I don't believe that they have guidelines 
I'm on them, and I, I'm not a problematic person. I'll be honest. I've looked up some questionable things just to see. And, yeah. like, things will come up. Like, I'll be blunt. Like, I'm not going to say, like, what I look up. But, like, <laughs> basically, like, a warning will come up, you know, with yes. something. You know, like, oh, yep. like, well, if you're looking at this, this might be a helpful resource <laughs> for you. Yes. Or something or other. And I'm like, nah, forget it. I'm yep. good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it still takes you. You know, to think, and I probably, yes. it's nothing super weird, you know, or like <laughs> illegal or, you know, whatever, like super like illicit. Yeah. But, um, but it's still problematic. Yeah. That, but like, it's still allowed yep. on there. Yeah. So I'm like, what are these guidelines that they have? <laughs> because they're not clearly taking things off. Right. It's, yeah. It's their priorities are in yeah. such a weird place. Um, Meta, which is now Facebook and yeah. Instagram, um, take the source as you will because I know a lot of people like to call shenanigans but CNN is where I found this article of where they were asking for responses from all of these companies um Meta straight up did not respond to CNN when they when they asked them about why they're allowing such illegal and unsafe practices on their platform um but they also did say not to CNN but they they've said it to other people um said that they work with regulators and other people who are supposed to take to like be responsible for that so it's not meta's fault it's like the third party's fault which all that screams to me is there's no accountability um tiktok also didn't respond to cnn specifically but they did share information um they said that the company uses a combination of technologies and moderation teams to identify review and where appropriate, remove content or accounts that violate its community guidelines. So again, literally a zero accountability. Mm-hmm. Um, CNN sent a link to a, a specific video because they did just say in that thing that yeah. they will remove accounts and videos yeah. that are problematic. Yeah, because what I was going <clears> to <throat> say is, but it's difficult to because like there have been people who've had their accounts shut down for things that were not at all problematic and people yeah. who have very problematic things so I almost feel like it's you have to bring to their attention yes what's happening but it sounds like CNN did try to bring something to their attention (laughs) they tried to um like I said they brought up that specific video of someone promoting the practice of skin whitening um and they in the video they even showed a product to enable it so they were straight up advertising skin lightening right and TikTok sold told CNN that the video was organic content, not a paid-for advertisement, and it didn't violate any guidelines. But y'all just said before that if yeah. they feel I'm, like it's a problem, they'll remove it, so they don't feel like it's a yeah. problem. Unless it, the way it was, I was like, I haven't seen the video, so I don't know what the video is. Me Unless either. it was just somebody who's like, hey, I had hyperpigmentation and I used this product. Like, then it's just their opinion and their thought. Yes. But it doesn't so it's sound hard, like that's what it but was. But yeah, I'd be interested in knowing what the video was. They they wouldn't say because I almost think that they don't even want to. Yeah. CNN didn't even say because they don't want to like encourage right. people to go give this these people likes. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, Amazon was another one that they reached out to, and they said that third party sellers are independent businesses and are required to follow all applicable laws, regulations, and Amazon policies when listing items on sale 
in their stores. But so many of the things on Amazon, like, and listen, I still, I know Jeff Bezos is terrible. Yeah. But I still have an Amazon membership. Me too. I still, you know, yep. get my stuff. <laughs> um, but also, like, I don't order from third party if I can help it. I yes. order only from, like, a recognized, this is from this company and if I can't get it from the company on Amazon then I go directly to the company's website yes. and order it yep yeah so yeah um and I think that that is the proper way to handle products being sold yeah. properly I think there are that too many it could be linked to their businesses <laughs> absolutely <as> you say. <laughs> um eBay is another problematic spot um, where people are selling lightning products yep. that have a lot of, they actually um, have, it, it. okay. So the quote from eBay says, only items that comply with the law are allowed to be listed on eBay and any products containing hydroquinone, steroids, or mercury are banned. CNN literally found products that had all three of those items in it and it was being sold on Amazon, I mean, uh, eBay's eBay. site. Yep. Um, they also said that eBay continuously updates their, their enforcement. I'm paraphrasing at this point. Um, they, they, they've updated their enforcement, uh, to address bad actors. Okay. <laughs> um, where eBay identifies the bad actors, our security team will remove those listings, um, and enforce actions against them. And then the kicker is after CNN ran the article, eBay took all of those products off of their site. So they had to be called out yeah. by, in all fairness, regardless of your opinion, a huge right. news outlet. Media, yeah. <laughs> Media, thank you, um, for them to get rid of it, which is so shitty. But it, it happened a lot. Um, Shishido? Is that how you Shiseido. said it? Shiseido. Shiseido. Yeah. Um, they say that their brightening products function for res by restricting the formulation of melanin which causes age spots and freckles. These products do not have the ability to whiten skin, even though they literally just said that. Um, we do not sell whitening products, nor do we recommend whitening. Um, buyers, Well, if it's a tyrosinase inhibitor, that just prevents extra formulation. Like, that just prevents... More. More from happening. So it's not going to turn back time and of lighten course. anything you have. But yeah. it'll prevent, and not entirely prevent, you still need to use your sunscreen, but it will help to inhibit extra production. Sure. And that makes sense. Your products do still technically white, though. Um, Byersdorf, which I had to write down. Okay, they're not the big, big one. But um, Byersdorf is the, like, umbrella company for um, brands like Nivea, Eucerin, and um, Coppertone. Yeah. They uh, were questioned about their their practices and their products. Uh, they've said that we've conducted in-depth review and determined implications for our products offering and marketing approach. Also taking extensive consumer research into account and will cease communications that do not embrace the complexions of our diverse uh, consumer base. These adaptations to our product communication will become more visible in markets gradually beginning next year, which this was written last year, so 2022. So this year, you should see so a really should big change. Yes. So I appreciate the Firestorf was taking yeah. a little bit more of accountability. Um, they've said that they're trying to include a lot more 
um, of a range of skin tones in their product advertisement, which again, I appreciate. Um, uh, Unilever, le Lever, uh, which I mean, they've, they have a shit ton of products too. Vaseline, Hellman's Mayo. <laughs> yeah. They kind of run the gamut. Don't <laughs> they, they have, have like, a soap too? Uh, Is they, it just called Unilever or something? I think they do. It's just a soap. It's like Unilever 2000 or yes, something. They do. It's just, yeah. I feel like I've seen it in the store. It's just like a bar soap. Um, they have a lot of like, they have a plethora. It's yeah. not just like skincare. Like I said, they do Mayo, uh, Ben and Jerry's, Axe, Dove, Ollie, uh, Seventh Generation, Lipton, Suave, Pons. Um, degree and they do do a brand that I really like um, which I don't know if it's actually reputable or not but Love Beauty and Planet oh yeah 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 I like the okay. sense of their stuff a lot um, they were reached out to and they've said that they we've made good progress in updating our packaging and communications although there is still some way to go consumers may still find previous packaging available due to the factors um out of their control basically um they said they'll continue to evolve their advertising to include different skin tones which is awesome i love the accountability that they're taking they're not like offended um procter gamble is the last one they are a huge company yes. um again i didn't realize they have all of these things um pampers downy Charmin, bounty tampax uh always gillette brawn old spice pantene Dawn, Febreze, mm -hmm. Crest, Scope, Vicks, Pepto. I mean, I didn't even write all of them because I felt like the, everybody has to know at least one or two of those those yeah. uh, brands. Um, they didn't want to reach out to CNN. They never replied. They also never released any statements. Okay. <laughs> so they didn't really take any accountability either. Yeah. Um, I do have a little bit more respect for the ones that did take accountability of, hey, yeah, we, we have messed right. up in the past. And we are genuinely going to try to make a change. Because it's just, it, it's such a weird practice. Yeah. It shouldn't be a thing. Everybody, everybody's skin's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I know that sounds really cheesy and like <laughs> lame to say sometimes. But like, I it's work, true, we though. work on yeah. a lot of skin. Yeah. And there are like beautiful skin tones out there. Yep. And it makes me sad that a lot of those women are made to feel bad about the color of their skin. Something that they mm -hmm. can't even biologically right. make happen. I watched a video on TikTok because, you know, it was a thing. Right. Um, where it was a little girl. Um, her, both of her parents are black. One, I think her mom is like Nigerian. And then her dad is um, African-American. But they, her... Her parents and her two, the two kids have different tones, even right. just within their own family. Yep. And she, the one, the youngest girl was like, "Why is my sister white and I'm so dark? And daddy's dark and mommy's really dark." And her mom was like, "You know, all of our skin's beautiful. Right. You shouldn't be upset about it. Also, your sister's not white; she has just a lighter tone right. than 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 me and daddy." Um, and it just breaks my heart that like this girl couldn't have been more than five I wouldn't I feel yeah. like that's even a little generous and she was asking about freaking skin like she tones. already knew yes that's heartbreaking and yet I remember like it's it's completely different but I remember my mom telling me a story because I didn't remember it and one of my friends growing up 
African-American. Yeah. I mean, I had friends from all different, you know, one of my best yeah. friends was Korean, you know, to, like, so just everybody. Yeah, you had a um, rainbow group. Right. <laughs> and I remember, like, her telling me, like, my mom told me later, like, I don't know what I said, but I said something like, and I came home the one day and I was like, mom, like, did you know when it was like one of my friends? And I was like, did you know she's black? Oh. And it was like, I was probably like third, fourth grade. And she was like, well, yeah, you know. And I was like, how did you know? Like, I (laughs) just like dawned on me. And I was like, (laughs) that's weird. So to me, like to hear... You know what I mean? That yeah. somebody so little was like, oh, why? It's already been brought to her attention. Right. I'm like, that's yeah. a shame. Yeah. It should just be her sister, not, yeah. you know, Her lighter-skinned sister. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I had a friend who, um, she had two daughters with a, she was white, and I think her boyfriend was like Puerto Rican. Yeah. And... The girls were a little bit darker skinned, but they they were absolutely white passing. Right. Um, and when she went to school, she came home and she said, Mom, one of my friends is turning white. And my friend was like, what do you mean she's turning white? And yeah. she said when she flipped over her hands, her ha- the underside of her hands right. were pink, but her skin on top was really dark. And my friend was like, no, that, that, that's just her skin tone. Like that's right. how it is. That's- and it's like kids should not recognize no. skin tones that young. She was no. probably only in kindergarten, I think. And it's like, why Why are we making that big of a deal out of it? It's like the conversation yeah. we had before we hit record. If you're a shitty person, you're a shitty person. Right, regardless There's no of excuse. who you are. <laughs> yeah. How you are. <laughs> your skin color. like has nothing to do with it. Able-bodied, disabled. good person, you're a good person. And if you're a shitty person, you're a shitty person. Yes, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, that was skin lightning. Wow, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Went a little bit longer than I thought it was going to. But, you I know. saw that BTS. <laughs> I saw that BTS, baby. <laughs> but now we do have to go um, later, and I want to go look them up so I can <laughs> see if the ones that I that I like are the ones you think uh-huh. I like. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we don't have any extra announcements. Yeah. This no, just... there's no um, update on the con yet. No, we still don't have any. So as soon as we have more info, we'll what? let you guys know. We didn't find out until like less than a week yeah. before last time, uh-huh. the fine deeds. But we will keep you updated. Yes. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think we're just going to ship out now, guys. Yeah. So I'm Haley. I'm Erin. This is Am I Pretty Now podcast. And until next time. Stay Stay spooky. spooky. Ooh. (laughs) Am I Pretty Now is hosted by Haley Eshelman and Aaron Healy. Our theme music was composed by Jason Mundock. The show is recorded at the So Good Media Studio at the Candy Factory, a co-working and social club in Lancaster, PA. Schedule a tour at coworkinginlancaster.com. Keep up with Haley and Aaron and all things Am I Pretty Now on Instagram at Am I Pretty Now Pod.